So let's begin. We're going to mute everybody. Welcome in the name of Jesus the Savior, who died and was raised to new life by the grace of God. We gather to worship, separated physically but joined together through the Holy Spirit. Today we remember before God our loved ones and give thanks for their lives in the sure and certain hope that they are with God in heaven. Eternal God, we bless you for the great company of those who have finished their course in faith and now rest from their labor. You have taught your church that it is an ageless communion of saints. Prepare a place for us among those who are already with you. Christ says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, and you will find rest for your souls. And now we will light candles in memory of, of our loved ones. I invite you to light a candle at home. And here in the sanctuary, as John is playing some beautiful music, I will light a candle in the names provided to me and for any members who passed from this life in the past year. And we'll start that now.
Elizabeth Dykert. Phyllis Dykert. Sherry Michaels. Heidi. Marty. Robert Menard. Shirley Menard. Alan. Jean. Jim. Elsie. Bob, Jack and Edith. We'll continue with singing our first hymn. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment 
and to know the inexpressible joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, let our hearts be good soil, open to the seed of your word. Amen. The book of Revelation is written to seven churches in Western Asia Minor during a time of great oppression. Today's reading is a response to the question asked in 6.17, who is able to stand? The writer gives the faithful the assurance of God's protection and a vision of victory. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, who are these robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. And then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple, and the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Word of God word of life. Thanks be to God. Our psalm is Psalm 34, and we'll read it responsibly by full verse. I will bless the Lord at all times. The praise of God shall ever be in my mouth. I will glory in the Lord. Let the lowly hear and rejoice. Proclaim with me the greatness of the Lord. Let us exalt God's name together. I sought the Lord who answered me and delivered me from all my terrors. For Look upon the Lord and be radiant and let not your faces be ashamed. I called in my affliction and the Lord heard me and saved me from all my troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear the Lord 
and delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are they who take refuge in God. Fear the Lord, you saints of the Lord, for those who fear the Lord lack nothing. The lions are in want and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack nothing that is good. O Lord, you redeem the life of your servants, and those who put their trust in you will not be punished. Our second reading is from the third chapter of 1 John. A saint is one who has been set apart by God for God's purposes. God, out of divine love, sets us apart to be the children of God. Our holy hope is that we shall see God as God really is. See what the love See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure of heart. For they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely. On my account, 
Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. And I invite you to pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Redeemer. Amen. All Saints Sunday has a way of reminding us that all of us are children of God. And I can take this mask off. There we go. So we are all children of God. And sometimes I think we forget what that means. How we're called to live in two worlds at once. So as children of God, it means that we're part of God's kingdom. Even while we're still living our ordinary lives here. But the good news is this. Both our present world and eternity belong to God. I mean, that's why Jesus came into the world of flesh and blood and became Emmanuel, meaning God with us. To remind us that God is with us in the present, here and now. We just don't get to see him. Except, I think, for glimpses from time to time, through other people especially. And those who have gone before us, I'll call them flawed and ordinary saints because that's what we are and that's what they are too. They no longer straddle two worlds. They've passed over. They're with God in heaven. Our reading from Revelation reminds us that being with God is good. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. But as we've all experienced, on this side of heaven, there are tears. There is scorching heat. There is hunger and thirst. I don't pretend to understand the necessity of suffering. But yet it's part of life. I just know that God is often discovered in the midst of our difficulties. And as we remember loved ones who are now with God, often we remember their ability to persevere, their patience and endurance, and perhaps their smiles and humor as they live through the challenges of life. And when they shared their stories of God's grace, we learned from them. Today being All Saints Sunday, we lit candles to remember those flawed and ordinary saints that we have had the privilege of knowing and loving.
They are no longer with us. That makes our hearts sad. But they are with God in heaven, a good place to be. And you know, when Jesus set out to form a new community centered in God and God's kingdom with its, shall we say, upside-down logic, he began with that blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, they will inherit the earth. I mean, poverty and grief and meekness, that's, they're hardly desired qualities in the world around us. But yet, in God's kingdom, they are blessed. Maybe you're familiar with David Lowe's, a teacher and pastor. I like his comments this week. He said, the God we know in Jesus always shows up where we least expect God to be. In a feeding trough, in a stable, rather than in a jeweled crib in a palace. Among the poor and destitute, rather than with the rich and powerful. And on the cross of an outlaw rather than astride the war horse of a conquering hero. Similarly, God shows up in our acts of sacrifice and mercy, rather than our attempts to collect worldly power and goods. And God promises not to remove our grief, but rather to transform it. Just as we see in the resurrected Christ, the promise that God's love is more powerful than death and that therefore life rather than death has the last word. I think those are good words from David in his column in the meantime. I also like the, that thought that when we are mourning, when we're grieving, we will be comforted. But you know, the original Greek is, is more robust than this sense of someone's arm around your shoulders or a warm blanket. It's someone standing up for us and being our advocate. Think of those who are mourning due to hunger and violence and injustice. They need comfort and consolation but they also need the roots of their suffering addressed. And when we see people weeping, they need more than our thoughts and prayers. You might wonder who is supposed to provide that comfort and advocacy. Well, of course, God. But God acting through you and me. And maybe when you think of the ones who you are missing and lighting candles for today, maybe you will remember how God's love and mercy and advocacy flowed through them to help and comfort those in need. I remember the kindness of my dad as a, he was a farmer. And he would mentor young farmers that, you know, we're trying to break into this and trying to learn about it. And he would tell us stories of his mother 
He would remember for us her kindness and charity, how she would take baskets of food to neighbors in need. And I love Carrie's story at the end of our newsletter this week, where she talks about the strength and resilience of an older woman she once cared for and who became her friend. Thanks to Reiner for being her editor. And I hope all of you will think of some stories you could share with us that would lift us up. But most certainly, God's love, mercy, and advocacy flows through you and me when we act together as a faith community. I mean, isn't that why we are working together at Westside with a dream of providing affordable housing for seniors here on our three acres? That land itself, a gift from God? I believe that God has put that dream in our hearts. And our investment of time and energy and money, that's a glimmer of the kingdom of heaven. So yes, let's remember the flawed and ordinary saints that we miss so much. Let's remember those glimpse of, glimpses of God's love that shone through them at times. And let's remember especially how our Savior Jesus Christ came into the world to show us God's love and grace. Amen. And we'll sing our next hymn, Ye Watchers and Ye Holy Ones.
I invite you to share your faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Longing for Christ's reign to come among us, we pray for the outpouring of God's power on the church, the world, and all in need. Lord of all the saints, we praise you for the evangelists and martyrs who sacrifice witness to your gospel across time and space. Inspire us by their courage to carry our faith to new people and places around us. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Lord of every place, the universe proclaims your greatness from generation to generation. Bless the work of naturalists, conversation, conversationists, and park rangers who train our attention to the wonders of the world you have made. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Lord of every blessing, your son's blessing came to those with poverty, living with grief, hunger, thirst, and persecution. Awaken in us your call to serve all who suffer. In your mercy, be with those recovering from surgery and struggling with disease, especially Pete, Paul, Harry, Diane, Jody, and those prayed for by our prayer circle and those that we now name before you. Hear us, O oh God, your mercy is great. Lord of compassion, we pray for all affected by COVID-19. Bless and strengthen our frontline workers and those working on vaccines and new treatments. Be with those who are sick and comfort those who have lost loved ones. Hear us, O oh God, your mercy is great. Lord of every venture, anoint us with the missionary spirit of the early church. Bless all new missions of our synod. Empower testimony from new communities of faith to shape a diverse witness to your saving power. Hear us, O oh God, 
your mercy is great. Lord of every time, countless are the multitudes you have called by name and gathered to yourself in the past year, especially Susan Scheiman. In faith, may we join with them in ceaseless praise. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Receive our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, until the day when you gather all of your people together. Amen. And the peace of Christ be with you always. And let's and awesome. have a look at each other and share peace with one another on screen. So, peace be with you. <laughs> We thank you for your offerings, your faithfulness in that. And now I invite Ingrid to share the offertory prayer. God of goodness and growth, all creation is yours. And your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. Water and word, wine and bread. These are signs of your abundant grace. Nourish us through these gifts that we might proclaim your steadfast love in our communities and in the world through Jesus Christ, our strength and our song. Amen. And now as we celebrate God's gift of so here in the team in the sanctuary are going to be practicing communion as it will happen when you when we are able to reopen and that means it is bread only and set in little sort of paper cups such as you might get in in a restaurant and yep and uh, so that when you come in you will actually see you'll pick that up on the way in and keep it at your seat because we will be trying to minimize movement in here. So all the team has their own communion and I have the elements here on the altar. So let us begin. And as we remember always, you are invited to be part of this. It's not a requirement. It doesn't fit for everybody in how they understand how God works. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up and your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you. Almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, 
and by his glorious resurrection open to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the saints in heaven, the church on earth, and all together we praise your name and join their unending hymn. And now we'll listen to Andrea and John. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again after supper, he took the cup gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. And we pray for the gift of your spirit within our virtual gathering, within this meal, among your people throughout the world. Blessing, praise, and thanks to you, holy God, through Christ Jesus, by your spirit in your church, without end. And now we are separate in our homes, but I invite you all, we'll unmute you, and we can share together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy, thy name. name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be done, will be done on earth, earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And now I invite Andrea and John to lead us in Lamb of God.
the body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Let us pray. God of the welcome table, in this meal, we have feasted on your goodness and have been united by your presence among us. Empower us to go forth, sustained by these gifts, so that we may share your neighborly love with all through Jesus Christ, the giver of abundant life. Amen. In the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. And our final blessing. May the Christ who walks on wounded feet walk with you on the road. May the Christ who serves with wounded hands open your hands to serve. May the Christ who loves with a wounded heart Open your hearts to love. May you see the face of Christ in everyone you meet. And may everyone you meet see the face of Christ in you. Amen. And our final hymn is We Shall Gather at the River, and then we'll have announcements at the end.
Go in peace. Serve the Lord. There, we'll invite everyone to unmute themselves. There we go. There. there. Now, now, now I can, I can hear, hear you. you. Hi there, Pastor. I have a question. Sure. sure. Where did you get the uh, inner mask from? The inner, the inner mask? mask? Okay, yeah. okay I'll, I'll, sh I'll show you show that. You that. <laughs> so i they're on get them on amazon and oh. and it was like 20 for 20 bucks okay right and i prime so free shipping and uh yeah it i find it really makes a difference because you're not sucking the cloth right. into your mouth which is not a good idea anyways yeah. Yeah. And you, you can just breathe a lot easier, and it works great under Kim's masks. I've tried it, and, you know, any kind of mask. Good. Um, Thank you. What yeah. are they called? Um, if you just go on Amazon and search for, for masks, it'll, they'll show up. They're like a mask <laughs> support or something. So. Yeah. If you're into 3D printing, you can print your own. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's probably how these are made, you know? <laughs> Thanks for that, though. Hey, they have the same round. Yeah, and, and they're, I mean, they're, you know, plastic, so you can wash them if they get grungy or anything like that. So, yeah. I have an announcement. Yes, Deb. Okay. We are having, the WOW is having a Zoom meeting on this Tuesday, mm -hmm. we are going to be talking about the um, bake sale that um, we had um, Connie look into for us. And uh, so please, everybody, that would be Tuesday, November the 3rd at, um, could you invite us please, Pastor Ann? Uh, yeah, I sent it out to the WOW group, but I'll send it out to everybody because okay. everyone is welcome to take part. Everybody's welcome to talk about this um, bake sale that we're going to try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so please come out and um, give us your opinion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, what just time just... again does it start? 7.30 on Tuesday. Uh yeah, just for your information, the... we. Connie checked with the health unit, and we're not uh, because we don't have a commercial kitchen. Um, we we can have one, but we're supposed to only sell to our members.